Welcome to the My World, My Time podcast. In this series, we're going to travel back in time to interview historical figures who have made a positive difference in the world. One of the biggest things holding us back from making a difference and reaching our full potential is our own fear. In this episode, we're going to talk with two young Germans who remind us that having courage doesn't mean you don't feel afraid. True courage is deciding that there is something else more important than your fear. This is episode one, Hans and Sophie Scholl. We're on air in three, two, one. Today, we've gone back to February 17, 1943, and we're in Munich to interview a brother and sister, two bright young university students who have been making waves throughout Germany with their ideas. Welcome, Hans and Sophie Scholl, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Now, first, can you give our listeners a little bit of background about yourselves? When we were born, that sort of thing? Sure. Let's start with that. I was born on the 22nd of September, 1918, so I'm currently 24 years old. I'm a medic in the German army, just recently returned from Stalingrad. I'm at the university studying to be a doctor. I'm currently 21. I'll be 22 on May the 9th. I'm also studying at the university. Um, I'm not really sure what else to say. I haven't done anything. Uh, No, that's not what I heard. Aren't you two part of a resistance group that's trying to take down Hitler? Yes and no. Our end goal is to remove Hitler from power, but we are not trying to do it by ourselves. What we are really trying to do is wake up the German people so they can see the lies and corruption of the Nazi government and recognize that our freedoms are being taken away. We want to stir them up so together, as a people, we can remove Hitler and the Nazis from power. And it's not just our personal resistance movement. There are several others working with us. In fact, Hans and his friends started it. It was myself, Alex Morel, Willi Graf, Christoph Probst and Professor Uber from the university. We called ourselves Die Weiße Rose. Sorry. The White Rose. Sophie here wasn't supposed to get involved. They had to let me join when I accidentally found some of the leaflets in Hans's Accidentally? Bag. Well, for goodness sake... I Hans- still don't see how you could accidentally be looking through my bag. I knew you were up to something. <laughs> Besides, you're not very good at hiding things. Um, what were the leaflets that you found? It was a paper my friends and I wrote about the evils of the Nazi government. That's how we are trying to get our message out there. We write essays to show our fellow Germans how dangerous Hitler is. Mm -hmm. Then we take those essays and spread them around Germany in any way we can. That's right. We put them in mailboxes, we slip them under people's doors and post them on bulletin boards. And then, we even started mailing them from several different cities so that Gestapo wouldn't be able to tell where the leaflets were coming from. How do you make so many copies without a photocopy machine or a computer? Computer? Hans, was ist ein Computer? Ich weiß nicht. Right. 
<laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Can you explain a little bit more about how you make all the copies, um, especially for those of our listeners who may not be familiar with the process? Well, first we make a stencil of the leaflet, and then we have it run through a machine that uses a stencil and ink to make a copy. Each time we turn the handle, it makes one copy. We take turns because your arm gets very tired after a while. Wow, I bet it does. But where do you get all the paper and supplies? We buy up paper, envelopes, and stamps a little at a time so it doesn't attract attention. Then we need to gather in the basement of a friend's art studio to make all the leaflets, stuff them in envelopes, and address them. Where do you get all the addresses, though? Are they all people you know? We get addresses from the phone book. Some of them are people we know, and some are just strangers we think will be receptive to our message. You said you mail them from different cities. Um, how does that work? Do you have members of the White Rose in other cities making copies as well? No, it's just us here in Munich. But we want the Nazis to think we are spread all over. So we put a batch of leaflets in a suitcase or bag and take the train to a different city. Once we're there, we find a post office box, make sure no one is looking, and then quickly stuff them in. And then? Then we breathe a sigh of relief and take the train back to Munich. It's all pretty complicated, actually. In order to travel, we have to have travel papers and permits, which a friend will forge for us. But we have to make up a reason to be traveling, in case we are questioned. And the trains can be searched at any time. So we usually put the suitcase of leaflets in one train car, and then sit in a different train car. That way, if the leaflets are found during a random search, we have a better chance at saying we don't know anything about it. As long as no one on the train saw us with the bag in the first place... That's one of the hardest parts of all this, that so many people are only too happy to report any suspicious activity to the Gestapo. You never know who you can trust or who might turn you in. Traveling with a stack of leaflets sounds terrifying. Why don't you just spread the word by talking to people instead? It's too dangerous to talk openly about it. If we were overheard saying anything against Hitler or the Nazis, we could be arrested. Even saying you disagree with Hitler can get you arrested and tried as a traitor to Germany. People have been killed just for being anti-Nazi. Why are you two willing to take such a big risk, especially when so many others are too afraid it, to do anything? It's high time we Germans made up our minds to do something. Look, we have to ask ourselves... What are we going to have to show in the way of resistance when all this terror is over? But what if- Don't you see? If we do nothing, we will be standing empty-handed. When someone asks me, what did you do to stop this evil? I cannot say, me, I kept my head down and did nothing. Besides, someone has to make a start. Thousands of Germans feel the way we do, but they're too scared to speak out. Perhaps, if we show them they are not the only ones, they will have the courage to speak out too. So you're writing to give courage to those who feel the same way you do? Yeah, that is part of it, but... We're also writing to the millions of people who just want to survive. So honest men and women who just want to be left in peace. Those with no sides and no causes. Those who don't like to make waves 
or enemies. That's right. Those for whom freedom, honor, truth, and principles are only literature. Exactly. Those who live small and die small. What do you mean by live small? I mean, if you keep it small, you keep it under control, you know? If you don't make any noise, the boogeyman won't find you. But what is so wrong with wanting to be safe? It's all an illusion. Safe? From what? They die too, those people who roll up their spirits into tiny little balls so as to be safe. Our lives are always on the edge of death. Narrow streets lead to the same place as wide avenues. And a little candle burns itself out, just like a flaming torch does. I choose my own way to burn. But you're going up against one of the most dangerous governments in the world right now. Aren't you afraid? Afraid? I don't know. I think I'm too tired to be afraid much anymore. The pressure and anxiety are unrelenting. We are never free for a moment. Any knock on the door could be the Gestapo. Any moment of freedom could be our last. Sophie? Yeah, I'm afraid. But we have to do this. Don't you see? Even if you get caught? I know what I have undertaken. I know the risks. And if I lose my life, then so be it. I am prepared. And you, Sophie? I... I don't want to die. There is so much to live for. The sun rising over the mountains. The feel of fresh rain on my face. Music and knowledge and laughter. My family. But if I need to, what would my death matter? If through our actions, thousands were awakened and stirred into action. It's the ideas that must live on, not me. So what's next for the White Rose? When will you be writing your next leaflet? It is already written. This one is written specifically for students. Professor Huber wrote it. We are going to share it around the university tomorrow. How are you going to do that without being seen? Hans and I will bring the leaflets to the main building in a suitcase. And when all the students are in class, we'll put stacks of them all over. There will be so many they won't be able to be ignored. That's right. We just came from the studio where we finished the last of the leaflets. We have thousands of copies ready to go. The university will ignite with the flame of freedom tomorrow. Tomorrow? It begins. Es lebe die Freiheit. Eh, Sophie? Yeah. What does that... Long live freedom. Hans and Sophie, our time is up. Thank you so much for being here today and for the important work you are doing. And tomorrow, just... No matter what happens... Your efforts will not be in vain. Danke. Yeah. The next day, on February 18, 1943, Hans and Sophie Scholl were caught distributing the leaflets at the University of Munich. The Gestapo was called, and they were immediately arrested and taken to prison. Only a few days later, they and their friend and fellow White Rose member, Christoph Probst, were tried by a Nazi court and convicted of high treason. 
Within two hours of the trial, all three were executed by guillotine. But their idea continues to live on to this day. Long live freedom. Thank you for listening to episode one, Hans and Sophie Scholl. There are more great interviews and inspiring stories to come. Make sure you don't miss them by subscribing to our podcast today. For more information on My World, My Time and how you can make a difference, go to www.myworldmytime.org. Here you can sign up to receive all our inspiring blog posts, updates on my upcoming book, speaking engagements, and more. This is My World, My Time, reminding you to do something big or do something small, but do something to make a difference today. We'll see you next time.